Hello. Hello. Thank you for listening to Father and Sundays. You're welcome. Not you. Um, this is just a quick message at the start of the episode. So you're starting off, if you're listening to this, you're starting to episodes either one up to eight. Just to let you know, audio quality isn't all that. No, it, we were using quite basic stuff. We were sort of skirting around it and trying to do things slightly on the wing. Yeah. So we appreciate you starting at the beginning, but if it is a real problem for you, Please skip all, over to episode 9, which is episode 9 is Films. Uh, it does get better from there. It's still not up to the standard it is today, but it's a lot better from that point. So if you do want to see that, you are more than welcome to. If you are happy to stick around with this episode, then I hope you enjoy. Yeah, enjoy. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello once again and welcome back to another episode of Father and Sundays, the unexplainable guide to absolutely nothing. Uh, this is our eighth episode and we have got a spellbound one for you. We are actually talking about magic this episode, aren't we, Dad? We are indeed, and I can't believe it's our eighth episode. I know, crazy stuff. Anyway, stick around if you want to hear more. Right, so this week we're talking about magic and this one was actually a suggestion, wasn't it? It certainly was. It was a suggestion by Sue. Um, Sue. Sue, yeah. Sue Who's suggested that? this one. So, yeah. So, um, not a big fan myself, but, you know, I what am a big Sue? fan of Sue. Oh. No, I, I love Sue, but, like, it's uh, not of this particular subject. But uh, we, we can go into that as we go along, I suppose. I mean, I've got a lot of love for magic. I do enjoy magic. It's, it's more that it kind of my mind it the illusion side of things and stuff like that but i mean i i guess i've had a couple of bad experiences i think one of the reasons why sue wanted us to uh talk about magic was a uh, a bad experience i once had wasn't it yeah i mean that's probably where i get the uh the hate of magic from um yeah, yeah. so i can remember you putting on when you were kids uh you used to do little shows and i remember you putting on a little magic show for for your nan uh nj and uh towards the end of that magic show she just walked to the sideboard got out a starter pistol <laughs> waved it at you and said i've had enough of your magic uh, <laughs> yeah yeah uh, we all laugh about it you looked a bit shocked at the time i yeah. mean it was we don't just have like weaponry around the house it was something my dad used to use because he used to train hurdles but like uh I'd, uh, I'd never use those pants again. No? No, they got burned. No. 
but yeah, I mean, yeah, you've always liked it, but it's never been. Don't get me wrong, I like magic as as much as sort of uh, sort of stories and films and things like that. I love that sort of stuff, but it's actual performance magic that I have an issue with. Yeah, I think I think you you struggle when it comes to when it comes to someone putting on the performance sort of thing. So you've never really enjoyed uh, the such of like Britain's Got Talent because often when it comes to performances, it's it can be embarrassing or or there might be audience participation, which is a big thing for you as well, isn't it? Oh, I can't stand that. I I well, I, I mean, I'd rather sort of stick my head down the toilet and sit on edge for a performance just in case someone calls me up on stage or points me out or something like that. I do have a bit of a cringe factor with all that sort of stuff because I get embarrassed for people, which really I shouldn't do. It's, if they've got up there to do it, it's, that's that's their bag. But, you know, I do I do get that, you know, that some of the big illusionists, uh, they are quite spectacular. I mean, um, for instance, someone like Dynamo, I mean, I've only seen a few things, but he comes across quite well. But I guess when I was younger, there was people like Paul Daniels and, you know, even before that, um, I'm probably not really PC now, but Ali Bongo, <laughs> who used to right. be a magician uh, in the uh, in the magic circle sort of thing. So, you know, those sort of things. And I, I, I suppose they were a bit um, show busy. Uh you know, and and I find those a bit cringeworthy. I find those no, undoubtedly very, very clever, but you know, I do find it all a little bit too much. See, I but, I, I quite enjoy it because because um, I mean, it's it's none of it's. I'm gonna go out here and, and hope I'm not spoiling it for anyone, but none of it's real. Uh, Shut so, up! I know it's crazy, <laughs> but when it comes to it, I like the fact that someone can do something on stage for people then to or in the street or something like that for someone just to to completely trick someone to believe in what they've done do you, do you know what i mean where where for example there isn't a disappearing elephant quite a big trick as well the fact that someone could put something on stage like an elephant and make it disappear and people believe it it's just a way of tricking someone tricking well. the brain of someone Maybe the well, disappeared elephant was that much of a good one because wasn't it just I, mirrors? I, I th- but. Think back to uh, David Copperfield, uh, the American illusionist, and he, I think the two really famous ones is he walked through the Great Wall of China and he made the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, he made the Statue of Liberty disappear. Now, I mean, are you telling me that it's not real? <laughs> I know how What's they the did point? the Statue of Liberty one. Did he not? I thought he did. No, he did. He did it, but I, I know how they did it. Oh right, I don't know. Should do you, you tell me? Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, go on. Tell me how they did it. Then. So I believe what they did uh, for that one is they had Statue of Liberty. I'd, I've never actually seen it, but I, I'm pretty sure this is how I've been how I've been told it happened. Is they had a stage. I, I mean, I guessing that much because I've seen like pictures and stuff like that. They had a stage and there was a Statue of Liberty in the background. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Am I right so far? Well, I don't know, but gone. Yeah. Uh, curtains shut and the, stat- and the yeah. curtains open and the Statue of Liberty is gone. Now, basically what they've done 
is because Statue of Liberty is kind of on a, a, a seascape kind of thing. It's they've just moved the barge, which is the stage slightly, so you've got a different, different uh, oh, right. view, and that's how they made the uh, Statue of Liberty disappear. Wow, that sounds terrible. Now you've explained it like that. Yeah. Sorry to. I mean, it. it does sound quite spectacular when you think about it. You know, something of that size and that. But they've just, you just know, moved I, the I mean, obviously, you know that it's not actually. I mean, no one pretends that it's real magic as such. They're, they're actually talking. It, they, it's Pen like and Teller a are big ones for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's another one as well. They're a little bit. Uh, I don't know if this is the right terminology, but a bit punk in the way they do things. They're a little bit more. Um, I don't know, less... Weren't they kicked uh, out of the magic circle, them two? I don't know. They're quite, I mean, strict in the magic circle. Isn't Prince Charles in the magic circle? Eh? Isn't Prince Charles in the magic circle? Uh, Royal family. Oh, right, okay. (laughs) You're getting them mixed up again, aren't you? Yeah, just for They're a bunch of magics. (laughs) Don't. (laughs) Don't. No, but that's, I mean, so they're a bit, I mean, you think about, uh, I mean, one of the most famous is Houdini. Um, And, you know, it's incredible. They they push themselves to the limits physically. Houdini. Who is Dini? Don't, don't. It's not even a subject I like, so don't start testing me on it as well. So I mean, testing, that, testing. quite often. I mean, some of the, so testing, <laughs> some some of the ones, um, the more recent ones, obviously have been okay. But in in uh, in the past, when you've had people like Houdini, a lot of these people have died doing the tricks. So there'd be ones that um, are supposed to catch a bullet in their mouth, and the person who's fired them has, has used the wrong gun and not fired blanks and and shot them in the head. And then, I mean, Houdini, I mean, I think it's a bit of an argument to whether he actually died because uh, it was peritonitis, I think he died of, uh, sort of like appendicitis sort of thing. But it's um, it was this thing about people punching him in the stomach. I think he was in, in his dressing room. And, it, and the, it may be a myth, but it was the, the story goes that they were punching him. But where he was sitting wasn't quite right, hadn't prepared himself right, and they punched him, punched him, which aggravated the appendicitis, and he, he ended up dying of that. But there's loads of them that have died from quite grim things, drowned, uh, another one, I can't remember the name of that one, but I think he, he did a similar sort of thing as Houdini did, where he was in a tank, but he was in a, a milk, uh, I nearly said a milk cart, and that would have been even, yeah. even worse, yeah. Uh, that was the borrowers. A jug, a big milk urn sort of thing. But because it had a dent in it and he hadn't noticed it had a dent in it, it had restricted some of his movement within it, so he couldn't actually get out of the constraints that he had on, so he died in that. So it's, I mean, it's really grim. Yeah. I mean, nowadays, I think, you know, there I wouldn't mean, be that sort of risk, would they, they are, surely? They are, um, it's very much, they're, they're stunt artists as well, like they're, they're stunt performers, is yeah. a lot of it. I mean, it's, it's, I just, I think it's just amazing a lot of it how it just kind of blows your mind and I don't think they would um, do something well no they probably would do something quite as dangerous now because if they just do the same things they did previously no one goes oh well, I've just done that before um, but there's a lot of backup plans nowadays and and they'd probably have a lot of that lined up so I don't know still quite spectacular as well I mean and 
as it Darren Brown does a lot of sort of mind um, illusions and and uh, and sort of looks into that side of things these days, doesn't he? His shows are all based around that sort of thing. I think he does a lot of stuff around um, sort of exposing people like mediums and faith healers as being frauds and that. He's, he's come from a different sort of angle on it as well. But yeah. then, of course, I'll tell you one thing I found out, right, which I think is really, really cool, is when people from the magic circle or people, magicians, die, before their funeral, just before their funeral, they do a broken wand ceremony and they take their wand or a, a, a bit of a symbol of, they may not have had a particular wand, but they take a wand and they break it, they snap it. And that's just before they bury, cremate, whoever. Oh, Harry Potter did that. Uh, what? With his wand, he broke his wand, didn't he? Oh, because he didn't want to use it anymore. See, I love yeah. Harry Potter. That's that's fine. We can talk about Harry Potter. Do you like her now? That's Harry... why I call magic. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> terrible, so for anyone that films. doesn't know, that's actually the film. No, you see me. Uh, I love those films. They're so good. Yeah. I'm looking but they're still, I mean, I, there's a big audience for it. And uh, I suppose... Oh, yeah. Otherwise, it's a very boring show, isn't it? If there's not yeah, an audience. Yeah, but I just, I think anything... I don't know, uh, it just strikes fear. That's probably my problem more than anybody else's, but it strikes fear in me, the, the side of it of, you know, bringing someone up onto stage. And uh, and I don't, i tell you what I really don't like. I don't like the horror stuff. I've never liked yeah, that sort of thing I anyway. So I, I, I have a, I, I struggle with that sort of stuff anyway. But No, I understand horror stuff. I'm not that much, much uh, there. Yes. I'm not that much of a fan of the horror ones. Uh, I, I do think... prefer just the, the, the good illusions, what the fun ones. Yeah, something that's sort of harmless, something that doesn't seem particularly... That, I remember um... actually an episode of QI that they did, they did a magic episode of QI, and they had Daniel Radcliffe, I think, and they were going through, like, people performing these magic tricks, and they went, this is one of Daniel Radcliffe, and it was like a... You sort them through papers over there? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they had the, a guillotine uh, that he had his head in, and then all of a sudden it just dropped, and then he had his head cut off. And it's like, oh, that wasn't meant to happen. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> and then I remember, and they showed his head in the basket, and him going, oh, at the end of the show. And then they just ended the show there. But it was like, that kind of freaked me out for a while. I was really young at the time, because as you can imagine, that was probably M, and I don't know what letter they're on now, but. Oh right, yeah. After. So yeah, you probably were quite young anyway to Although, experience something like that. But M that's the side I don't like, alphabet. definitely. I but don't know. What about magic, magic? So you've got ah, three different magic, things. Magic, magic, <laughs> magic. Right. So you've got uh, the illusionists and the magicians and such, right? And they okay, and we, you know, they don't pretend. I suppose they do it at times, but don't pretend it's real. Then you've got all the films and stuff that I love. To bits. I've already said Harry Potter. I, I, I could watch it over and over again. Uh, stuff like uh, uh, Lord of the Rings, things like that. So you've got that element of magic. What about Any more? people? Are you going to name all of them? Practice, Please. So Merlin, Merlin. So Arthurian legends. In, and what the TV the, series Merlin? Oh, the TV series Merlin. I think anyway. The first series was good, but <clears throat> yeah, we're, we're not critiquing sorry, <laughs> sorry. so anyway um 
But what about actual magic? Like the ability to perform magic, not uh, not an illusion, but actually to like spells, charms, things like that. Well, sorry, you saying it as in what do I think of the actual real life magic? Yeah. Um, I think there isn't. You think there isn't? Yeah. Right. Okay. I think we've made it pretty clear on previous podcasts that <laughs> I don't believe in that kind of stuff. Well, it, it's well, yeah. There's plenty of people that do, though. There's plenty yeah, yeah, of people. Across the road. There, there's all, there's always a basis. You, I mean, you do tend to can then go back and say, well, I can see where it established itself. I mean, there, there's a there's an element of it that I guess is uh, science, where science crosses over. So, so at the beginning of experiments and and such like, and and uh, uh, you know, doing certain things, it might have seemed like magic at that point. We know a little bit more about chemicals and. Uh, and stuff like that. You're making I'm, you're making me talk about this, and really, this is probably your side of oh, things. Oh yeah, because but... yeah, I mean, when it, when it comes down to things, yeah, what you're talking about is through history, someone who would have been classified as a witch, uh, in fact, might have mixed a few things together to make a potion, which is actually just a bit of medicine, something like that. So we're coming back to the thing: is if you don't understand it, then it might be, you know, that it's, it doesn't exist. So I wasn't saying like it's not that if I don't understand it, it doesn't exist. It's more. Uh, is that what you're saying? Are you saying that if I don't understand it, it doesn't exist? Or are you saying that they don't understand it, then they believe it's magic? No, what I'm saying is if if someone if it, if they if they look at something and they can't work out why it does it, why that's happening, they try to label it with something else. You know, they say, well, you know, you must be a witch or a wizard because that that's not possible because that just because they don't understand it right they're yeah. saying you know sorry i thought you were saying that, that if i don't understand it it means it doesn't exist well, <laughs> it that's the sort of attitude you've carried through all of these podcasts so no i've I fully <laughs> understood why someone says something i'm just saying they're wrong or <laughs> right. okay. well, they well, I, I would like if they proved me wrong but they're probably, they're probably well, wrong it, strangely some years ago, I purchased a book. Right? Ah. And that, yeah, quite. That's what the rustling you could hear was. Can I ask, when did you purchase this book? I'm, I was trying to think how, how long ago. I mean... Uh, did you get it in, um, in that which place in that town centre that we went to with the coffee shop? No, with the cream tea shop. What? Is <laughs> that one of your dreams? No, I think, about I think where, we, where, a... where um, Shakespeare's house is. Stratford. No, no. This was this would have been... But you know the shop I'm talking local. about, don't you? Yes, I do now. Yeah, I do know what you're talking about now. But there's all them sort of ch- shops that deal with this sort of thing. <laughs> I don't chip know where shops. I'm Chip shop, chip, chip shop. Um, but this was oh, well over... It might have been about 30 years ago now, which is really making me feel old but um i bought this book charm spells and formulas right and this is a a proper huh older than me it is older than you right and i i can't i mean i i have no recollection it was a long while ago i have no recollection of buying it particularly 
but I don't know why I bought it either, whether it was just a little bit of interest into that subject matter. I think I bought a book around looking at tarot cards at the time as well. So that might have been, I was just trying to, whether, I don't know, maybe I was trying to get rid of some unsightly blemish or, or yeah, by maybe. doing something or, or maybe even grow my hair back, you know? So maybe I, I bought it just because it might give me something that, that would do those things. I mean, if I did perform any of it, I obviously performed it wrong because I've grown hair back, but not necessarily where I wanted it. So, oh, yeah, skip it perhaps I got the, yeah, perhaps I got the candles around the wrong way. But this this book, I mean, I just to clarify, I, he's, he's got very lovely and smooth legs. Yeah, I've got, uh, yeah, all the legs, all my leg hair's fallen out. Yeah, I'd make a great cyclist. Um, Cycle path. So it literally goes through. Um, and basically, each particular one, it talks about laying candles out, and each candle represents a certain thing. Right? And then you have to um, collect some ingredients, and you do a ritual, and it, it performing this ritual will do a certain thing. Now, the more I read through this book, the more uh, disturbing it got. But for instance, to obtain money, right? so there's a... There's a there's a charm or a spell, whatever you like to call it, to uh, obtain money. And it and it gives you uh, a layout of where you'd put the candles and what candles, like a white, a yellow, a green one. But it also gives you ingredients. And it says uh, a red flannel is the first thing you need. Oh, sorry, no, a red flannel bag. <laughs> sorry, a red All flannel. Right. I'm thinking there's a lot of flannels. Whoever whoever wrote this book has got a sideline in red flannels, I reckon, because every yeah, yeah. single one, you know. Anyway, a piece of counterfeit coin or real money. I'm still stuck on why it needs to be a red flannel bag. But anyway, a piece of counterfeit. Oh, I don't mess. I don't, you don't mess with the colours. A small pair of lodestones. Lodestones? What are they? Yeah, lodestones. One buckle. Okay, you're not going to answer that, no. I don't know. One tablespoon of fire finger grass. Oh, okay. One tablespoon of money drawing powder. Right. I think that, I think in the index here it tells you how to make that powder. And one t- tablespoon of silver weed. Right. Uh, you'll also need a white candle, a yellow candle, a green candle, a shower of gold incense, and one bottle of money money drawing draw in oil. Right, and this is all to perform this so that you'd actually, I don't know if it, it would mean you'd win the lottery or you'd have a win for some Well, does it not tell you what this does? Well, I, I, you know, you have to do a chant. I'm not going to go into that. Um, Just in case it happens. You, yeah, well, yeah. But there's there's all sorts of things that you, you can do. But, I mean, they could have made it a lot simpler. I mean... If you just had a sort of pair of tights to put over your head uh, and a gun and a getaway car, that would have been a lot easier than some of the things you had to collect up here. (laughs) There's also, right, let's see. So you've got things like um, win the love of another. I mean, that's that's pretty dodgy, really, because that's talking about someone who don't particularly like you, um, sort of performing a spell so they do like you I mean it's it's, it's very wrong there's another one protection to from accidents fair, that's, danger that's, that's also the money one isn't it 
sell on yeah, that sometimes. Yeah, quite, yeah, that could work in tandem with that. There's a protection from accidents and danger. That that sort of, I looked at that and I, I thought, whoa. They said, put a crash helmet on. Well, this is it, yeah, or, or wrap yourself in bubble wrap. Yeah, that'll <laughs> just, work too. Just to stop you to do that, but wear a pair of foam trousers. Uh, again, a red flannel bag. It's, it's got to be a sideline for this. An item belonging to the person who will wear the charm. Uh, dog rose, which is a herb. Heather, comfrey, f- five-finger grass. That five-finger grass is popular. Mullen, sandalwood, and one small pair of lodestones. <laughs> I'll oh, right. find out what lodestones are. That dog rose got... sounds like uh, something that Bilbo would make in the garden. Yeah. No, no, you're absolutely right. It would. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it's just bizarre. And there's this sort of, you know, as I say, obtaining money, the increased love in your life, and there's there's all sorts of particular ones for it. I mean, I wish you'd put one at the beginning about... Because I had to write all this out. This is why I'm looking in the actual book. If you'd have put a little spell at the beginning saying to actually use for handwriting that would have been really handy i might actually put that to the author ray marlborough i'll give him a shout out but this is actual you know this is this people would perform these things and, and i wonder how, what the success rate is on them i mean it is and there's also a chapter which from what i can gather because it's got dolls and such in it is almost voodoo so you make an image of whoever and, you know, and this is all in this book. I do. You do. You do. I do. Voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. We all do, yeah. Uh, this, this, yeah. So, I mean, these are actual... Uh, people will go... I mean, there's white witches anyway, isn't there? So... Hasn't there, yeah. Perform, hasn't there? Did I say hasn't there? Or is I feel it like, there? I feel like you said there's white witches, hasn't there? Hasn't there? Hasn't <laughs> <Isn't> there? there? <laughs> right, but I told you I couldn't speak properly tonight. But I thought, you know, uh, and I might go, have a go at one of these. Well, you know, if, if if I'm not back for the uh, ninth episode of this, it's because I've had a huge windfall. Sorry, windy, windfall. Wind- windfall, no, I'd had a lot of money come to me through one of these things. And you're, uh, you know, writhing in agony because I've stuck a few things in your doll. <laughs> oh, that sounds nice. Yes, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so that side of it, I mean, it, it is an interesting read. It is sort of really detailed, um, but a little disturbing at the same time. Yeah, it is. I don't know. I, it's it's like I said. It's it's just a something I think that people historically, someone creates something to heal someone. Like historically, a doctor would be possibly considered the witch, and 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 they can do stuff in magic, and it's just kind of grown from there. I feel, uh, but I find magic as in the illusion side of things really interesting. I just I've got no belief in the actual. Uh, um, say real life side in quotations, but you got a, a lot no of interest in, in the uh, a lot of interest in the um, in the film and television side of things because they are entertaining. A lot. Of oh, them. incredible, incredible! But then you you see you know you you've got a a whole industry and a probably uh, I mean if you think about the 
generations of I don't know I've mentioned Harry Potter a few times but the generations that have sort of uh, watched those films grown up with those films and and it's almost a religion in itself you know and it's and and they're always sort of they're always stories of good and evil if you look at uh, anything with that sort of stuff in it I mean Lord of the Rings is very much uh, the dark and the light you know and if you think about other stuff, you've lightsabers. They are wands as such, aren't they? I mean, it's it's all the oh, yeah, in all the rings. They've got staffs, at... the wizards in that. But they're they're all it's all light and dark. It's all good and evil. It's all about that sort of thing. You look at and the, the story of, in between. You look at the story of Harry Potter and and uh, and Star Wars, and they've got very much parallels in them as well, wouldn't they? Um, well, if you look at Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter, I mean, you can pretty much match up a lot of the stuff that's in those that's exactly and the that's same with star ta- wars and harry potter but it's not taking anything away from harry potter it's a different thing but i don't know why i said harry potter then. harry potter harry yeah. potter oh, don't take away yeah, there you go. you're a wizard harry <laughs> <laughs> i don't know who that was supposed to be either it's a bit of hag group isn't it well you're a wizard oh, harry you Coltrane, you're right? a wizard harry um, you now know who that is yeah, I do. After his huge feet, um, yeah. So I think to conclude, uh, magic is a subject where we like some of it, all of it. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? What? <laughs> I don't know. You're oh, overtired. Um, I don't know. Anyway, shall we move on? We can move on if you like. But first, I think. Are you there's... all right, though? Can I just check you're all right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Are you getting a, are you a little bit tired? You still yeah. got to cut my hair yet? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll use, I'll, I've got. I think I've read there's a, a spell in your book somewhere that'll help me with that. Oh, I hope so, because I'm looking like Wolverine's mad on at the moment. <laughs> Come on, Harry, and now it's a word from our sponsors. Sponsor Mora. No, it's Sponsor Mora. Tired of losing your statue? Struggling to find your likeness in the darkness? Then you need the all new glow in the dark poke on a rope. Attach it to your belt. Wear it round your neck. Never be without it again. The new glow in the dark poke on a rope. Not to be confused with Jesus of Jesus or Buddha Kuda Wuda. Woohoo! Okay, so on the uh, magic theme, right, I thought I'd do so. I've actually got a sting for this as well. I know I'm getting a bit predictable with my stings. So, oh, so uh, we've just had the g- 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 game time, and now we've got yeah. another sting. Yep, absolutely. So, should, should we hit it? Hit it. Wow, what a great sting. <laughs> I'm going to pretend I just listened to it and not put it in a post. Look, just... You're doing it again, aren't you? Right, yeah. look, let's just get through this one today. I just feel that this has been fairly painful all the way through. 
So what I've got is I, I've got some spells from Harry Potter. I put a spell on you. And I want you to tell me what these spells do. I'm definitely going to not get 100%. You sure? Yep. Right. Okay, let's try... Uh, okay. Impedimento. Impedimenta. Um, impedimento. If someone's coming, impedimenta, if someone's coming at you, what are you going to do to them? Uh, I feel like impedimenta, the pedder, is something to do with pedals. And what it's going to do, it's going to make them go on a tricycle, cycle off and implode. Oh, that'd be even better, wouldn't it? No, yep. it's, it's impediment. So it's basically freezing someone advancing on you. There's what? nothing to do with bikes or anything like that. <laughs> no. Right. All right. What about Erecto? Oh, I'm not sure that it's one safe to talk about, is it? <laughs> oh, it's so childish. Does it make their... Um... Is it when someone's got it's a floppy steady. wand and it makes... <laughs> A floppy wand? Yeah, a floppy wand. <laughs> it's like yeah. um, well, someone it inflates does, it. It does erect things, yes. It does. <laughs> right, moving on swiftly. Alohomora. That's when um that when that's when someone is meeting up with this uh, Mexican... Now, you know what this is. Don't, don't start talking about something different. <laughs> a Mexican, Mexican explorer, but they've got a speech impediment. Hello, Amore Explorer. Sorry, I recognise it. I, I don't know it. It's opening locks. All right. Yeah, there'd be people that are into Harry Potter shouting at me because I'm not um, saying these right. What about there'll be, people, there'll be people who like Harry Potter be shouting at me because I'm just not getting them. <laughs> yeah, probably. Turdify. 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 Uh, is that turning something into a turd? It is. And I made hey. that one up. That isn't out oh. of a Harry Potter. <laughs> oh. I was actually proud what of myself about, then, for a moment. What? I was proud of myself. <laughs> oh, well done. Thanks. What about Turan? Allegra. Tarantallegra. Now, allegro is like loud. No, it isn't. No, allegro is like. Ah, oh, what's allegro again? It's, I'm not going to tell you because. Will it give it away? Uh, no, I don't know. You don't know, do you? You don't know what allegro. I should means. know, but I yeah. don't know. No, I do. Is it like? Um, is it meant to be like jaunty kind of music and stuff like that? I don't know. Whatever. Bounce. Uh, anyway. So what was the question again? <laughs> oh, it's the same question as all of them. What does it mean? Yeah, I forgot what they... to, to, to legra. Um, So something like tyrannous is like bad and stuff like that. Um, does it make... No, this is too painful. It makes like... people dance. Oh, right. Okay. It forces them to dance. I mean, yeah, obvious now, really, isn't it? Yeah, okay. What about Avada Kedavra? Turn someone into an avocado. No, no, no. You know this. You've watched I recognise it, but I do not know it. 
I can Avada. tell you one spell. What? I can tell you one spell from Harry Potter. Right, that was the killing curse. You should know that. It's through the whole thing. One of the unforgivable curses. Right, go on. What's the one you know then? Oh, no, I can do two. Vingardium uh, Leviosa. Leviosa. <laughs> and then also... Right. Which is um, what? Uh, to levitate something. Yeah, go on then. And... Um, Expecto Patronum! I heard me shouting through your mic from through the wall. Yeah, then might have to cut Patronus. Patronum. Patronus. And that's when you get like a, a your your Patronus appear and they like do some yeah. cool stuff, don't they? All oh, right. Okay. Well, you ain't gonna get any sonorous. That's when you run really fast, like oh. Sonic. Amplifies it. What about? Oh, that makes uh, sense. Actually. Then Salgio. Uh, makes helps you make a den. Nope, teeth growing. Richter Sempra. Uh, when something really shakes, oh. like the Richter scale. No, it's tiggling someone. Oh, almost. Yeah, I, I, I got. I haven't even got the energy to, to uh, read down the rest of this list now. <laughs> you've you've zapped the energy from me. <laughs> I've well, lost the will to live through just doing a simple little test for you. <laughs> you ask me questions that I don't know the answers to. Homework. Go watch the films. Read the books. Uh, I ain't got time to do that. Or borrow my list. I haven't even watched all the films. No way. I haven't watched the sixth one. That's disgraceful. I've watched all of the others apart from the sixth one. All the way through. Right. Well done. Actually, no, I might have watched it all the way through. I just can't remember it. Wasn't that memorable? Oh, you should do. You should remember it, dear. <laughs> no, I do enjoy those films. I do enjoy those films. Um, what happens though is I decide oh, I'm going to watch them all, and I watch, start watching one, two, three, four, five, and then kind of leave a gap because I've kind of lost interest a little bit, and then watch the last ones. Right. Okay. Well, I bet everybody's in fraud. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to ruin that. <laughs> all right. No. So, right, have you got anything you're supposed to be doing then? Is there something well, along the way? Actually, um, what, what, well, what we may have discussed as, as a great way to really make a podcast great is for us to prepare our very own magic tricks to perform live on a podcast for everyone to hear. Yeah. So are you going to go first? What have you got then? So I've got... Uh, a magical magical card trip trip yep magical card trick so um right in front of me for everyone to see i've got a pack of cards now legitimately i do have a pack of cards in front of me can you confirm yes yes that's through the camera there um now in these cards uh different cards that have got different numbers and letters on them and shapes mm -hmm. yeah now I want you to, to I'm going to hold these in front of you pick a card that one alright that one <laughs> now have a look at your card uh, memorise it don't tell me but you can tell the audience ok you going to tell the audience it's a jack of diamonds <laughs> oh, I didn't hear that so it's going to be fun now I'm going to shuffle the cards. Can you confirm I'm shuffling them? Uh, I can see you shuffling them, yeah. Yeah, and does it look like a normal deck of cards? 
It looks like a flashy deck of cards. Look I know. Those. It's a black deck of cards. It is a black which deck Which is of cards. cool. Um, anyway, so um, in on the count to ten, I want you to close your eyes. One, two, ten. Okay. Now, I can see your eyes are closed, and I hope everyone in the audience has also got their eyes closed right now. Unless you are driving or walking, then please keep your eyes open. Okay, now I want you to picture that card that I definitely don't know what it is in your head. Are you picturing it? I might have just dropped off then for a second. All yeah, right. yeah, I'm picturing what, it. What has the card got written on it? Uh, what, do you know don't open your eyes. Close your eyes again. Oh, Close sorry. your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, blimey. Short-term memory. <laughs> Now, I want you to open your eyes. Right, okay. Uh, and you should notice that you are floating. Are you floating? <laughs> no, what are you talking about, floating? You've levitated you should, me at the same time, yeah? Yeah, I've levitated you, yeah. All right. Um, okay. And on three, I'm going to show you your card. Um, is this your card, the Jack of Diamonds? That is my card. How did you do that? Oh, I know. It's amazing, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, uh, voila. Thank you very much. That is impressive, yeah. So for the anybody listening, he just showed me the uh, Jack of Diamonds. <laughs> I did shuffle the deck, though, and I had to find it again. Yeah, I gathered that. It took longer than you thought it was going to be. And your eyes were shut. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. And you I levitated. Yeah. Yeah, all right, good. Oh, that was good. my show. Have you got anything? Well, yeah, I, I thought I'd give uh, Escapology a go. Uh, I don't end, know. End, end, endoscopology, isn't it? End, endos, endoscopy? End, no, it I called? think that's that's something totally different. I don't think you want to see that. Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I think I'm probably going to have to take my headset off in order to, otherwise you're going to get a lot of uh, rustling and that on there, and I don't know how loud that'll be. Well, I can't. I don't know whether this is coming through for your headset or your, or your tablet. But go ahead, take your headset off. We'll see. Right. Um, I would like you to put on the background music because it's very important. We build up the tension. All what right. I'm going to do to just explain, I'm going to be tied in a sack with some elasticated grips around the outside, and I will manipulate my body in order to escape from that. Or right. that, okay. that that bed of music's playing. Oh, yeah. All right. I've just thought of a different act I should have done for my one. I should have done a hypnosis act, but carry on. <laughs> right, okay. Um, so, so, I'll talk so you through on. it. I've, I've, you're talking us through it, even though you've not got the headset on. You might still be able to hear me. All right, okay. And uh, are you going to do it so I can see you on the camera? Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. So... For anyone watching, he's just turned the camera so I can see. He's now taken off the headset. He's now walked away. He's got a big royal mail sack that you can hear rustling. And he's put it over his head. I'm not sure he's going to fit in the sack. Oh, and he's slightly off camera. This is amazing. Wow. 
I'm really struggling to see how he's going to wrap the ropes around him. Because he's got in the sack first, head first. I'm... I'm sure everyone watching... Well, that's just me. I'm sure everyone listening is thrilled by this. This... Actually, I'm quite glad you don't have to watch this. I'm not really sure what's going on. I definitely think he could have left the headset on. Oh, there's his hand sticking out. And he's dropped the rope. He's dropped the rope. Oh, he's out of it. He's out of it. <laughs> wow, that was amazing. I was trying to describe it. I was God, trying to describe it. it the entire time, but that um, sack stinks inside. <laughs> it, that was thrilling. Uh, you went slightly off camera. From work, huh? <laughs> you went slightly off camera, which made it hard. Oh, did, did I? Sorry, it was about yeah. most impressive. Although I don't think it's going to really make much difference to the podcast. No. So. No. Yeah. So there you go. I did don't think it would make much difference you having the headset on or not either, as well. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, great music I'm, I'm as well. Really, it was great music that I didn't listen to because it's being put in post. And um, I with with that as well. I find you you I I watched you do it. You put yeah. the sack over your head. Yeah. It looked a bit tight. Yeah. You held the rope. Yeah. Waved it around a bit and then dropped the rope and then took the sack off again. No, I didn't. I I realised I should have tied myself up before I put the sack on my head. Yeah. Which has still been quite difficult. But then what I thought I'd do is bring the rope up in the sack, tie myself up in the sack, then untie myself in the sack and take the sack off. And you're right, that was a very snug sack. <laughs> it was a very snug sack. That would have sack. been difficult enough to get out of without the ropes. Fair enough. Well, um... I don't know about you, but I think we should stop it for today. Uh, I think we should have stopped it about <laughs> this, 50 minutes ago. <laughs> this has got a, an interesting podcast, this one, but I yeah. have enjoyed it. Um, so, just as usual, um, with this particular podcast, as I mentioned, this one was a suggestion. Uh, what I would say is do feel free to leave us suggestions as well. Um, have we had anything sent to us? Because we've got our email address, haven't we? Um, oh, yeah, I think we have. Yeah, we have. Um, let me look. I'm, I'm rustling again, I know, but um, it's the only way I can find these things. And and this just feel, feel all the way through. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Okay. Well, we've got one here, and it's titled uh, Ode to Bigfoot. So that's obviously with reference to our Bigfoot episode. Yeah. Uh, hi. After listening to your podcast discussing Bigfoot, if you are if you are serious about having an encounter, then I suggest the following: go to your local woods, wait until half one in the morning, and then start chanting the following: "I've come to the woods so I can meet the nine-foot beast with the oversized feet. I've brought you a Kit Kat for you to taste. I promise not to cry, so don't punch me in the face." Repeat oh, this until you you are confronted by Bigfoot or until it gets light, you get arrested. You're welcome, Harry Mary, Bob Moore. So that's, you know, right. it's worth a go, isn't it? It is worth a go. I mean, yeah. 
I can't. I see no problems with that at all. And in fact, it, it'll be very helpful to hand him a kick. As we've learned, that is a way to tame a Bigfoot and also not cry in front of it. Yep. Bill Fears in. We'll go down Bill Fears. We'll try it out down there. Yeah. We uh, might get some hairy blokes appear, but. Oh, maybe not then. Uh, I've had another one. Uh, to father and son. You come to woods, I bite your face. You're sincerely big for so, Oh, right. Oh, yeah, so maybe... He's biting our face, not punching us in the face. No, bite your face. Oh, maybe it's... uh got lovely wrong. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's yeah. nice. That's nice. Uh, and, 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 yeah, I've got another one. Hi, friends. I have been left reeling after listening to your Aliens episode. For the last four years, I have lost an hour once a year. I also hum in my sleep and have numerous scary cupboards. Please send the pattern for a protective hat as a matter of urgency before it's too late. And it's kind regards, uh, it's Lee from Tintagel. So, oh. did Lee from Tintagel. Tintagel? Yeah. What's that? It's in Cornwall. Oh, I've never heard of it. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, um, Robbie Coltrane, Tim Tadgill, don't know nothing, do you? You know nothing. John Snow. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, I, I mean, uh, we'll perhaps put a pattern for a foil hat on the uh, on the Facebook page, and if anybody needs to make one, we'll go from there, yeah? Yeah, go from there. And as you mentioned, uh, is that is that all we've got uh, this week then? Dan? That's the, that's the only ones I've I've seen this week. There may be more, right. but fair enough, because they sound completely legitimate anyway. Um, as as you've mentioned already, we have got a Facebook page, we've got Twitter, we've got Instagram. Uh, do follow us on there. You can also leave some suggestions, like Sue has done this week. If you want to you can just say it to us if you know us personally or uh if you want to leave something on there alternatively there is an email address we haven't actually mentioned the email address on our podcast although somehow we keep getting emails sent to it i don't know how that happens dad um but that is father and sundays at outlook.com um so if anyone does fancy dropping an email on there or something like that giving us suggestions what to talk about then you are more than welcome to do so uh as I've also mentioned before, we are on a number of different podcast platforms now. We are on Apple Podcasts, uh, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, yeah. Deezer. Lovely. Some more as well that I can't remember the name of. Um, we are hoping to get onto a couple more podcast platforms soon. It isn't the simplest thing to do because sometimes it does cost a little bit of money as well, but we are working on things as well. Um, and I do apologise for some of the audio issues we have had recently as well. Again, that is something we are planning to improve uh, going forwards. But this is Do you mean a- I don't actually sound that nasally in, in real life? Oh, no, sorry. That is... that is You do sound that nasally in real oh, life. Oh, I do. So can I just apologise for... I'm surprised people that know me haven't slapped me around the face because I've yeah. got the most annoying voice ever. It's all right. It doesn't beat my annoying voice. And then... Uh, maybe at some point we because we do this over a video call at the moment just because of audio things hopefully in the future that won't be so much of a problem anyway for us but um i don't know about you dad but i've enjoyed this podcast it has been an interesting one it's not been quite as smooth as some others but it's been interesting (laughs) yeah there's been some bumps in the road but uh you know we've navigated those and uh and we've we're at the end of it now and i can go to bed (laughs) who doesn't love a good old speed bump and really going fast over it until you get some air uh, but again thank you so much for listening uh, this week again uh, to our podcast uh, we hope after this one you will return next week but we don't blame you if you don't 
Oh. Well, thank, thank you so much. And, um, I don't even yeah. suppose they got to this bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, probably yeah. haven't. Bye bye for now. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.